welcome to our podcast. My name is Jackson Drews, and my partner is Christian Martinez. Over the past few years, vaccines have become more controversial than ever. Many people are unsure if the COVID vaccine is safe and effective. Misinformation has been spread, which has caused confusion among citizens. In considering safe and effective options for disease prevention, do the benefits of vaccines outweigh the consequences? In order to answer this question, we're going to interview Amber Fobble, who has been an expert in the healthcare field for many years. She will be able to give us primary information on vaccines to help us guide our investigation. Hi, Amber. How are you? Great. Good. All right, I'll ask you a series of questions, and you can take your time answering them. Sounds good. First question is, what is your background in education? I have a degree in uh, health and wellness with the core in the life sciences. Um, I'm also a nationally board certified health and wellness coach. All right. And what is your current job? I am a health and wellness coach for a musculoskeletal company that uh, specializes in joint pain and rehabilitation. All right. Awesome. And we'll get started on the vaccine questions. Have you received the flu vaccine in the past five years? Actually, I have once. All right, do you believe that the flu vaccine is safe and effective? I believe that the flu vaccine is safe. Um, as far as effectiveness, no, which is why I typically don't get it. Um, I've got three kids, and every year one of them ends up going to the doctor and just getting a flu vaccine, and lo and behold, it's always that kid that ends up with the flu. So um, from what I understand, there are five different strains that the flu vaccine covers. Um, there's research to be the most uh, virulent that year, uh, but just because you get a flu vaccine does not mean that you're not gonna get the flu. And I, I've personally gotten the flu the one year I did get the flu vaccine. All right. Have you received any dose of the COVID vaccine? Yes, I received first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Do you believe that the COVID vaccine is safe and effective? Um, I believe it's effective. Uh, there's a lot of research left to be done on how effective. As far as safety, there's no way you can possibly say it's safe with a year of uh, data. Has anyone you know or yourself experienced negative consequences from this COVID vaccine? Yep, I actually had a few side effects myself. Um, I know plenty of people who have had uh, some uh, bigger side effects than what I've had, uh, but typically that's coming after the second vaccine. Are there any circ certain circumstances where someone should or should not take the COVID vaccine? I think that's something that everybody should talk to their doctor about. However, I do believe that doctors are really trying to push the vaccine. Um, so do your research. I think it's important to do what's right for you. And if it feels okay, then do it. Um, what are your thoughts on a COVID vaccination passport or requiring the COVID vaccine in order to travel? Well, uh, my initial reaction to that question is that it's ridiculous. Um, nobody should you know, be required to get something that is unknown to be safe or effective really for the long term um, much less be restricted from doing things that we did normally before COVID hit um, i'm all for prevention and safety but i think that that is uh, an infringement upon people's right to choose uh, why do you think vaccines have grown to be such a controversial topic in the past years 
I think it's become controversial because you've got a lot of anti-vax people out there that speak really loudly. And any time that there is a lot of voices saying something against something that most people just do, um, it causes that room for question, right? So um, I think with COVID, the vaccine has been extremely politicized, much like everything else in this last year and a half have has become. So now it's just more than the science. It's it's um, finger pointing and it's research and it's data and it's multiple experts saying different things that cause confusion. All right. Thank you for your time, Amber. You're welcome. After the interview with Amber, Christian is going on HCHK Radio to interview Brian Peterson, who has also spent most of his career in the healthcare field. Again, it is Monday. It is the the 10th day of May. And again, you're listening to the the Tom Getzinger Morning Show on KCHK Radio. And in the 7 o'clock hour on on Monday, we'd like to have join us uh, our our guests from from Golden Heart Care, Golden Heart Senior Care. Brian Peterson is is in, and he's got a special guest. So, Brian, let let's let's go this route with it. Let's uh, tell a little bit about Golden Heart Care, how you are involved, and then uh, we'll introduce your guest, and you'll handle your your information after the introduction, and then we'll let Christian go with his presentation. Is that a good syllabus? To sure. Lay out? Yeah, that'll work great. Happy uh, Mother's Day, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Golden Heart Senior Care is a medically licensed in-home healthcare company. We work under the license of Dr. Michael Wilcox, uh, Comprehensive Healthcare. I'm uh, the owner and CEO, and Crystal Hertaus is our director of operations. All right, and uh, you've got a a guest in in with you today, and I think let let's do this. Let's meet the guest, maybe learn a little bit about Christian, and then we'll and then we'll go to your info, and then and then back to him. So okay. yeah, go go ahead. Okay, yeah, uh, Christian Martinez and I have gotten to know each other through the school year, as my partnership with uh, MenCaps, mm-hmm. and uh, so he is. Uh, uh, going to be talking about what we've been talking about, which is the COVID vaccinations, and and his position is going to be a pro position on getting the vaccine. And what ties that well into that is uh, Governor Walz's timeline, which I want to hit real quick uh, and and explain where we are in Minnesota. So as you know, last Friday on the seventh, we started that three-step phase of getting rid of all the restrictions. So mm-hmm. the step one. Uh, was to remove limits for outdoor dining and events and uh, other get-togethers, eliminates the state-established mandatory closing times for bars and restaurants. And then step two starts on May 28th, and then the re- so remaining capacity and distancing limits will come to an end, including for indoor events um, and, and then gatherings. And that kind of, you know, like our garden center is mostly outdoor, mm-hmm. so I've seen a lot of people when it's not busy eliminating their masks, and they, they quickly point out that they're vaccinated. So we're starting to see that happen a little bit already. And then the step three is either 70% of uh, Minnesotans are vaccinated, which is just over 3 million, or um, July 1. Then we're going to see everything go away. So 
With that said, uh, Christian is going to talk about uh, why to get the vaccine and, and has a few questions. Okay. Um, hang, hang on just one quick second. Let's, uh, again, let everybody know that you're listening to the, the Monday presentation on, again, this 10th of May, Golden Heart Care, Golden Heart Senior Care. Christian, before you, before you go into your, uh, your, your presentation, let's uh, learn a little bit uh, about you now. Uh, again, um, I can't assume that everybody knows everything. What is MinCAPS again? Okay, yeah, I'll introduce myself real quick and talk about what, it's, what it is. My name is Christian Martinez. I am a junior at the Farmington High School and a junior at MinCAPS. MinCAPS stands for the Minnesota Center for Advanced Professional Studies. And I'm here today to talk about vaccinating. And this is also another opportunity for me to get extra points for mm. a project at MinCAPS as well. Okay. So um, is, it, is it safe to say that, that your area of interest would, would be medical since, um, you know, you're, you're kind of hooked up with, uh, with Golden Card here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's the medical field is like really interesting to me. And, but it's so hard to figure out what I would want to do. So this kind of helps bring me in slowly and see what kind of opportunities there are in the healthcare field. And is he serving as an intern for, for you then, Brian, or? No, okay. uh, MenCAPS has, it's called a mentorship program. Okay. okay. So they get assigned to different, uh, different groups of people. I've done it for a couple of years. And it just, like he said, it kind of gives them an opportunity to see what the real world of, of different tar- parts of healthcare are, whether, uh, you know, I've, I think you were interested in, in pediatrician. I can't remember now uh, off the top of my head. It's, I've been changing my mind so many <laughs> times. It's been like a PA, a pathologist. That's right. Yeah. yeah so. No problem. I, I, can't, I have no idea what I'd want to do. <laughs> well, but uh, but you're you're getting a good look at things, and again, just a, just a junior. So it's amazing how much of a head start these these kids get these days. Uh, no no doubt about it. Okay, so Christian, what would you like to to tell the 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 KCHK listening audience? Well, so I'd like to say that, well, for one, right now we'll be talking about vaccine, and I think that people should get it because it helps give people more of immunity to co not just COVID, but it also helps your immune system and help prevent other disease and diseases and viruses as well. All right. So I know we had a, a few questions that, uh, uh, that are part of the podcast, so we can probably just go into those and sort of have a discussion on, on what, why get a vaccination? Yeah, please do. Yeah. So I have one question right here and it's, has anyone, you know, experienced like, big ne- negative consequences after receiving the COVID vaccine? Uh, yeah, I've had, you know, I've given probably several hundred shots myself, and I have seen, um, uh, including my daughter, uh, the second shot can can be tough on you, uh, mm-hmm. depending. And it's happened with all of them. Uh, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson is a single dose. Uh, I had zero uh, on Moderna. My wife had zero reaction to Johnson & Johnson. My daughter had a pretty severe reaction to her second dose of Moderna, uh, but she gets migraines anyway, so we don't know if mm-hmm. it was a trigger. And I've had some some staff that uh, have had Pfizer that uh, just kind of knocks you out for a day and a half or so, but uh, nothing uh, you know life threatening in any way. Right. I I was talking uh, was talking with a a person yesterday that that actually had his first vaccination. And then and then got got COVID, 
And and then um, after the quarantine, they said, yeah, you should get your second vaccination again. And then after he got his second vaccination, it was like the symptoms of COVID-19 came back again. Um, he, he felt ran down. He actually lost his sense of taste and smell, which he which he just got back again. So, um, you know, that that is, you know, one particular situation that uh, that that uh, that I've heard of. But uh, again, you know, the the um, the having both the shots and, and getting it all all taken care of far outweighs uh, anything else. And, and again, nothing life threatening. Right, yeah, that's what happened to uh, Lynn runs our greenhouse, and her husband had COVID last April, and mm-hmm. they got vaccinated this summer. Same thing happened to him. It okay. almost was like a second. Yeah, it wasn't as long and it wasn't mm-hmm. as severe, but the same thing. He lost taste and smell again, and almost like having it again. Yeah. Once again, Golden Heart Senior Care mm-hmm. conversation. Brian Peterson is along with us, and and Christian Martinez. Did I get the name right? Christian yeah, yeah. is is along with us. He's a, a junior at uh, Farmington, and uh, and uh, kind of in, involved with a, a mentorship uh, through MinCaps with uh, with Brian. Please continue the convo, Brian. And you have another question for us? Yeah, I have multiple. So oh, good. Yeah. So another one is: Is there certain circumstances that people should or shouldn't get? any kind of vaccine yes there are certain allergies there's not a lot of ingredients there's there are no uh uh byproducts so it's a very simple vaccine but there are certain cases where you should not get it um certain respiratory instances and so forth but for the most part if you don't have an allergy to the ingredients it's still recommended to get it yeah continue okay so um what are your thoughts on a covid vaccination vaccination passport I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of them. I understand the thought behind them, you know, uh, so that we're it, it's kind of a macro approach to make sure everybody's safe. I did see cruise ships are going to require uh, proof of vaccination for both staff and um, and guests uh, until it's FDA approved. You cannot require it of your employees. Uh, I, I'm not sure how how they're doing this with the cruise ships. Maybe because there's an isolated case. Um, but when it's FDA approved, just like the, you know, certain instances you have to get the flu shot every year. When I was in nursing school, it was required. Um, but I'm not a fan of the passport. I, I, I understand. I, I think it violates some HIPAA, uh, you know, privacy regulations and so forth. But um, that's going to be a hard one down the road. But I'm personally kind of against it. All right. Got about four more minutes. So one question, depending on how long that takes possibly to go ahead, Christian. Yeah. So the last one I think would be okay. like a big one to talk about is should there be a law in place about people getting it? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think what we're doing now is 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 correct in, in encouraging people, educating people, the benefits of it. But I am against, uh, you know, the, I think the Constitution is against forcing Anything like this. It's a big decision, people. Uh, you know, I understand. It's a chemical going into your body. Uh, Dr. Wilcox has done a great job of explaining the safety of it, and I, I'm, obviously I'm vaccinated. I do think it's a personal choice, and, and I think it violates a lot of uh, personal liberties, though, making it a law. All right. Once again, the the Golden Heart Senior Care Conversation here on KCHK Radio. Brian Peterson, uh, along with Christian Martinez. So, Christian uh, Junior at at Farmington. What uh, what other activities uh, outside of the the classroom are are you involved in over there? Oh, at Mincaps. Well, uh, just in in general, in general. In general. Well, I at the high school. I was in sports. So during my freshman and some of sophomore year, I was. 
a lacrosse player. Oh, okay. And I play on JV and some varsity as well. Okay. Um, I really like doing like outdoor activities, like especially one in the winter is um, ice skating and skiing. Those are like my favorite things to do outdoors. Have you ever been skiing with Ryan? <laughs> no, I've not. No. Well, he's kind of a he's kind of a professional. He could maybe, uh, if he needed a little help, he can <laughs> yeah, he can help out. No hopefully doubt. Hopefully, we don't it. have to give him a toboggan right Yeah, this there way. you go. La- lacrosse that that's something that that's really gained in in popularity of of all the sports that that you could decide to play. Why why choose lacrosse? Um, the main reason is my friends kind of like they kind of like pressure me like you should try it. like try it. So I started playing it in seventh grade, and mm-hmm. I tried it. At first, I wasn't very good, but I'm like, oh, this seems like something I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. And then I did it into eighth grade, and I loved it a lot. And I did it in freshman year. And then sophomore year, I didn't do it fully because COVID was coming around. Oh, My parents sure. were uneasy about it. Yeah. So I decided not to play. And I skipped this year because Mincaps is a lot of... It's got a lot of homework, and it's pretty hard. It does. Okay. All right. So I'm planning to play next year. All right. Next year. Do you um do you have to go back to school after this or? Um. After this, I will be yeah heading back to. Okay. Memphis. All right. Well, I thought maybe we could get him out for the entire day, but that's that's okay. <laughs> Brian, um, obviously we want to get your contact information and and any last words from you in the minute that we have left. Okay. Uh, well, we are still hiring. Crystal wanted me to make sure everybody knew that. Uh, so if you're interested in learning more about uh, Golden Heart Senior Care, you can go to our website, which is goldenheartbloomingtonmn.com. And the application uh, is up on the upper right-hand corner. Or you can call us at 952-226-4653, which is 226-GOLD. Or my cell number is 612-369-0481. And, of course, you can always listen back to this particular conversation. And all of them are up there on the Coronavirus Upstake section of KCHKradio.net. After conducting our interviews, we have learned that in most cases, the vaccine is safe and effective. Brian recommends that the vaccine, while Amber is still on the fence about encouraging others to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. According to the CDC, over 115 million people have been fully vaccinated by the COVID-19 vaccine. That is roughly around 35% of the population. In Minnesota, around 70% of the population has gotten their first shot slash dose. This number will only grow as more resources become available, which means many people are choosing to receive the vaccine. The two sides of the argument are that the vaccine is safe or the vaccine is not safe. During our interviews, we learned that the fatal consequences of the vaccine are very rare. However, however, there are still many side effects to the vaccine that are very common. The FDA states that most common side effects are pain at the injection site, tiredness, headaches, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, and fever. These symptoms usually only last a few days and are not serious. For Mr. Peterson's side, he says the only reason someone can't is if they are allergic to the vaccine. Otherwise, he recommends everyone getting it. In an argument against the vaccine is that There has not been enough research on the COVID vaccine. This is partly true, but the American Medical Association says that vaccines like the COVID-19 vaccine have been researched for over a decade. 
The specific COVID-19 vaccine has not been researched that long, but similar to the mRNA vaccines have been. The moderate side effects outweigh the fatal consequences on contracting the COVID-19 virus. We think that the decision to get the vaccine should be made by everyone. They should decide for themselves if the rare consequences outweigh the good. For most people, it is well worth it. In conclusion, we interviewed two healthcare professionals to help guide us on our journey of researching the safety and effectiveness of the COVID-19 vaccine. We researched both sides of the argument, the lack of long-term research and the amended amount of common side effects account for many to be against the vaccine. However, the high percentage of effectiveness, rare, rare fatal consequences, and long-term research of similar vaccines are common reasons for people to promote the COVID vaccine. After our research, it is best to make the decision off of factors like current health and occupation. We think it is best for each individual to make their own decision on the vaccine. Thank you.